Hello and welcome to Glaswegian Geeks. Only it's not really Glaswegian Geeks by this point, it's more the English invasion. Uh, Hi. Yes. Uh, first of all, I'm going to introduce you to who you will be joining me on the podcast today. And then we'll talk about why we're here. Why we've assembled together, you could say. Uh... Hey. So first up, I'm joined once more by Cameron. Hello. The London loser. Yeah. You know, it never gets easier to say that, but, you know, it's funny because it's true. Of course. Of course, of course. <laughs> but today we're joined by another special guest, and that would be in the form of Nick Hill! <laughs> Piss off. No, it's actually Kieran. Hi, that's me. Do you want to hear a joke? Uh, Do you like jokes? Do you like jokes? Do you like jokes? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, give me a joke, give me a joke. No, 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 that's a Nick Hilm reference. Yeah, I know, I'm trying to survey it because I don't want to admit to the fact that I look like him. Yeah, but it's not just that, you have his, like, jokes. <laughs> do I? Yeah, you, you do this thing where you think, like, your your jokes are funny, but you think... You do this thing where you think that you're funny, but you're not. <laughs> you do this thing where you think your jokes are funny, and some of them are. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... Yeah, you 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 make out like they're the best jokes in the world, and it's fantastic. Is so Nick Helm? Should be proud. He's made a career <laughs> off it. That's a backhanded compliment if ever I've had one. I mean, to be fair, I could imagine you sitting in a bathtub with a toaster hung up on a bit of string. I'm not doing that again. I like that the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Okay. But why should it be that difficult to want to have a bubble bath and toast? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Like, why don't they have plug sockets in the bathroom anymore? Don't lie, the issue was that your scissors were blunt. Shh. <laughs> Shh. Anyway, Kieran, please introduce yourself. I think you've already fucking done it, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <sighs> I'm Kieran. Hi. Yeah. I'm from and Birmingham. We all need, like, an alliterative nickname. Yeah, but you guys have given me mine. I'm not a fan of it. And what, 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 did, what did we give you? I don't think I want to say it. Cameron, you You, say you it. need to say it. Come Take on. ownership. Go on. But I don't want to. Come on, own it. Labels only hurt if you think of them neg- negatively. Exactly. But it, I'm thinking of it negatively. Then don't. <laughs> well, take that label and make it your own. And then it doesn't become offensive anymore. But I don't want it. Well, what do you, what would you prefer to be called rather than Brummy Bastard? <sighs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> what would you prefer? Um. Wait for me to pause (laughs) (laughs) Can I get back to you on that? By the end of the show I want you to have thought of a nickname Sounds good Alright, okay, a little bit of cheese Anyway, we have assembled together to bring you The first part of our four part series In the Study of the MCU. We call it the MCU cap, and in the lead up to the Infinity War, we're going to be going through every MCU film, not including TV shows, because we why why even? <laughs> so, with that in mind, let's crack on with phase one. Phase one was an interesting beginning. Some would even argue yeah. a bad beginning. You know, they were finding their footing, but there was some entertaining films in there. I thought, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, it, it kind of shaped what we now know to be the MCU. Yeah, that's true. Just so, before, like, so no matter how bad they are, you know, it, 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 
they've formed what we now have so they they do kind of deserve an element of respect i think yeah, yeah. absolutely and i think that we, we were actually talking about this earlier cameron when you look back in phase one of the yeah, MCU, another conversation that i'm left out of you, you weren't here <laughs> like we were having this chat and the thing with the mcu was that yep. when you look back it's very much like i'm gonna get like hung here like i'm gonna get absolutely hanged from the roof but go on we were kind of having this discussion if you put it into the same terms as like the harry potter films yeah they gradually got darker because their audience grew up with them yeah so when you watch them back as an adult like like the first ones yeah you, you'll have so much love for them but you realize that they weren't as good as you remember no i agree yeah and i think that's like what the mcu kind of is but you know except you still... except the incredible hulk that was shit when you, we first watched it yeah that shit and, across the board and <laughs> iron man 2 sorry iron man 2 wasn't that bad well we'll get into it <laughs> so shall we begin and talk about the first phase of the mcu starting with where it all began iron, iron man. man yes tony stark's first outing with robert downey jr yep was uh, actually surprising a big hit all down to the casting i don't think anyone could play iron man as well as our dj did yeah honestly RDJ. same RJ yeah. our dj that's what it sounds like our dj our dj yes um yeah i think the first iron man film it wasn't the first marvel film that i watched um yeah. but when i went back to watch it i really really enjoyed it it was funny it was so on the nose about who tony stark was i want to be called the bearded brummy the bearded brummy <laughs> okay right okay i said the end of the show but now we've clarified it welcome kieran the bearded brummy thank you to the podcast yeah yeah so i can accept that because it's not implying i'm a bastard okay yes fair it enough. is <laughs> billy this is the thing like t- taking labels and making them non-negative is very much like you know like it- it's like the word cunt do you know what I mean? It's like that. Yeah, but that's I, understand. It's like, see, I understand. I could understand. say that in two ways, right? And I could see them both right. Like, Kieran, you're an absolute cunt. And then you could take that negatively, but then I could say, oh, Kieran, you're a sound cunt, mate. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you are the best guy. Do you know what I mean? You are the soundest yeah, cunt. Yeah, but you ever. can look at a fellow on the street and just go, you're a prick. And when they kick off at you, be like, yeah, but you took it negatively. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the world that we would live in. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, that didn't mean a bad thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, oh, here's an idea. If we ever get someone Canadian on, they're going to be called the Canadian cunt. Do you know anyone Canadian? I don't know anyone Canadian. There we go. Exactly. Um, any Canadians that want to come on to the podcast and take that nickname, feel more than free. <laughs> it would then be yours. No one can take it away from you. You, you, you would forever be a cunt. <laughs> a sound cunt. Yeah, a sound cunt. Yeah. It. But, yes, on that note. Speaking of sound cunts, Robert Downey Jr., well, I know that's up for debate with a lot of people, but I love Robert Downey Jr. I, I do think too. I think Robert Downey Jr. is was such an appropriate casting. It was the first of many well done castings yeah. on Marvel's behalf, yeah. and that's obviously something that you you know we'll touch on as we go through. But Marvel did this great thing with just casting. Yeah, they yeah. I don't think they've ever miscast someone, in my opinion. Pepper Potts. No, I think she she was. They didn't fine. miscast anyone, but they have recast people several times. I mean, look at Rhodey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look at look at the um, oh, what was that guy's name for the Warriors three? Guy for Chuck ended up taking that role. So you know they they do recast people, which kind of 
Yeah. I mean, Sucked, we're forgetting but... the, the blatant one here. Fucking Edward Norton. <laughs> yeah, Edward Norton. <laughs> I mean, maybe he just switched backwards and forwards from the Hulk so many times it physically like changed him. <laughs> and turned yeah. him into... Um, what we now know to be Bruce Banner, who's a little bit more Hulk-looking. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, what I'd heard... Of, I mean, we'll get to that when we talk about the Avengers, because I've got a, a funny story that you may not have heard that my friend Kevin told me, and it was just... I found it hilarious. It was really bad, but it was hilarious. But we'll get to <laughs> that. You can look forward to that way. when it comes to the Avengers Assemble. So, yeah, Iron Man... Um, did, it set the, did, did it set the scene? Was it an appropriate origin story for Iron Man, did we think? Well, yeah, because the film by itself was uh, a standalone with hints at a shared universe, with the only hints available being uh, Nick Fury at the end, that there could be a shared universe. That's that, how he hinted at it. That was enough. It was a, it was a really good gamble, and I mean, it paid off. Yeah, as soon as he <laughs> turned up, you, like, you could hear nerd yeah. brains all across the country just going wait what does that mean oh my god but also oh god, a lot of people were actually the avengers oh my god <laughs> a lot of people were uh kind of shook that uh nick fury was played by samuel jackson he's always been a white character yeah he's always been a white character that looked vaguely like james jonah jameson yeah who i think honestly has to be a nick fury sorry in can you explain that would you mean he's always been a white character he always has in like before iron man one i mean after Iron Man 1 and Nick Fury became... In, in the comics, Jackson. he's always been a white man. Yeah. So I suppose... Yeah, but in the Ultimates series, Nick Fury was black. After Iron Man. And that, yeah. yeah, that was after 2000. Once it yeah. was established that he was now played by a black guy. Yeah. Now, the thing is, that to me comes onto a James Bond type scenario where maybe it's not a character's name. Maybe they were both Nick Fury. Maybe it is a code name. Yeah. Yeah. That that yeah. That just brings in a whole new round of theories. Mm-hmm. Maybe the the old Nick Fury is still out there somewhere. Maybe he's hiding, working at a Daily Bugle somewhere. Yeah, but in in the film, we know that's not true because he does mention later on. In and the, the subject of Nick Fury, just before family. we get back to Iron Man, can we see a universe <laughs> with Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury, but we find out that it has a code name and David Hasselhoff returns. To play Nick Fury again. <laughs> oh yes. I mean, it's already yes. been proven that David Hasselhoff exists in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's yeah. true. What if David Hasselhoff is a code name for Nick Fury? <laughs> oh my god! They, even if even if Nick Fury, like played by Samuel Jackson, meets. Wait, David hold Hasselhoff. on, hold on, hold on. That means that the SpongeBob movie is in the MCU. Oh. <laughs> yes. Well, they did say that it was Nuke. Mermaid testing. Man and Barnacle Boy. Will be in the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did say uh, there are theories that state that Bikini Bottom is a nuclear testing ground that mutated it. What if it was Shield testing the Tesseract? I'm seriously excited, <laughs> <laughs> guys. We know where the Soul Stone is. It's in Bikini Bottom. <laughs> oh my God, is that what's on uh, Neptune's staff? Yes, <laughs> yes. That's why Neptune has all the magic power. Hashtag Neptune has the Soul Stone. <laughs> Because legitimately, he could control other people with it, which is a power of the I, Soul Stone. I am tweeting this. <laughs> oh my god, he's, he's live tweeting it. Oh, <laughs> live tweeting. Neptune has the Soul Stone. 
Hashtag. Hmm. Hmm. Let's see. Is this really the time? Oh. Yes. <laughs> it's always the time. We've we've uncovered something here. You better not fucking do this every single time you think of something, right? Write we've uncovered we've uncovered something, James. How do we know that right now there isn't someone over in fucking Manchester thinking the same thing about to tweet it out? But no, I can say, yeah, we got there first because it's on fucking Twitter. <laughs> it's gonna say that. Oh, though. what if that's how they bring Neymar into the MCU? Oh. <laughs> they bring SpongeBob and then Neymar takes over as Neptune. Neptune is a code name for Neymar. <laughs> He's just in disguise. Oh my god. Like, <laughs> anyway, moving on. Shall we discuss? Um, so Iron Man, you know, was the first film in the MCU, introduced Robert Downey Jr. and introduced everyone else that kind of surrounded him, like Happy Hogan. Yeah. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow's Pepper Potts, etc. 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 So, you know, you've got that recurring cast as well. And how 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 do we feel that it's done <gasps> what? Squirrel girl, Sandy. Put your hands on the table. No. Take a breather and <laughs> no. calm down. We're all, we're talking about Iron Man, right? But um, yeah, like how do we how do we feel that they conveyed the emotion? Did we care about Tony Stark? Or yeah. Maybe? Yeah, I also think that it's. Uh, I'm not sure how they did it, but Robert Downey Jr. appeared very frail in the caves when he was kidnapped. Well, yeah. Film. yeah, because he didn't know what to do. And he no, was no, no, like, physically. no, but physically, he looked very frail. But you need to think, they also managed to completely de-age him. In the yeah. So, it's not that... I don't know how... He looks younger in every other film that he I appears in. I mean, look, in. look at Jonah Hill. He <laughs> manages to fluctuate like crazy. Yeah. It wouldn't be that hard to believe that Robert Downey Jr. could do the same. Yeah, even, like, Will Smith does the same. Yeah, Wait. like, at the time of, like, the original Iron Man films, he was never really that buff. Yeah. It's just happened over time into what we now know as the Avengers. Yeah. He's never been bulked. Like, I guarantee he's had to, like, up the sizes of his suits. Why do you think he's always got these new marks? It's not so he can have upgrades, it's so he can fucking fit, because he's so <laughs> swole. <laughs> They still give oh off the impression God. that he's like six foot five. Exactly. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? That's yeah. where Ultron got it. For. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's why he had to overcompensate and be seven foot tall. Yeah. <laughs> he had short man syndrome. <laughs> Small oh man syndrome. But yeah, oh. I mean, I think I think some of the appeal with Iron Man is that you did care about Tony Stark, but you didn't. Yeah. You kind of thought it was a just punishment for him for being such an asshole. Yeah, because I I did think that the first half did establish him as an asshole, like not not even a lovable asshole, just an asshole at the very start, and then did develop him into becoming the lovable asshole he is now. Yeah, which we see in further films, and I think for what it had to do, you know, its villain as well wasn't really a huge yeah villain it was killmonger no it wasn't killmonger it was warmonger yeah yeah, yeah warmonger um who i thought was a decent villain you know he, he was pu- he was a pure villain on the level that he just wanted to kill tony and take over yeah yeah that's a villain <laughs> i don't like you tony i'm gonna kill you <laughs> oh long gone are the days where we had villains like that gentlemen <laughs> yeah now it's now it's very conceited. I have a political opinion and so do you, so we're going to fight. Yeah. I won't kill you, though, because I respect you, but we'll fight. 
and we'll we'll have a all our friends involved. We'll have a gentleman's battle. And we'll see how it goes. Yeah, but gentleman's know. battle when he's bashing his face in with a fucking shield. Well, that's what you get when you go up against Sherlock Holmes, right? It's just never going to work out for you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's one of the ones. Overall, I kind of thought that Iron Man, like, yeah. you know, with the introduction of Happy Hogan, who kind of becomes more useless as the films go on. Like, yeah. But it's a wonderful character. I think they're just like, building up to someone they can kill. <laughs> they could have killed him at any point. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Gwyneth Paltrow... We we know you have some just comments about Gwyneth Paltrow. I just don't like her as this character. I don't. Why? Think, I I don't know. I just I think every, like whenever she's acting as Pepper Potts, it just seems very cardboard and stale. Yeah. Admittedly, well, Iron Man three she brings it up a bit, but Iron Man one and two no. I just think the plot wouldn't really change much if she wasn't there. I think the thing with Iron Man one mm. and two is Pepper has really had enough of Tony's shit. Yeah, like she really and I has issues with him, and I kind of like that because you know she was a she was a strong female character who just said no, Tony, I'm not putting up with that shit. Then she anymore. can leave, can't she? Yeah, but <laughs> she could. But you know, but it's, she doesn't. It's, it's more like she cares enough about him to say you need to change your attitude. Yeah, but he doesn't for two films, and she still stays there. Well, he does. He changes from being an arsehole to being depressed. And then she's like, okay, we've got a new layer. Let's get over that. <laughs> and then he's like, he's dying in the second one, and then. Yeah. yeah, like it's very much like that. I kind of think Pepper's a good supporting character, like a really good supporting character. Yeah, maybe a different actress would have served us some more justice, but I don't think Gwyneth Paltrow does a terrible job. Yeah. How do we think she's going to fit in with Infinity War? She's pointless, especially now. Well, what so if it starts off with, with Tony Stark's and Pepper's wedding? That would be... I don't think Tony would get married... When he knows that there's a very good chance Look, he'd get we have, fucked up. We have like, learnt that having a villain attack at a wedding that like they they have learned from the Fantastic Four days. <laughs> well, like they're not gonna go in like no costumes. Do you know what I mean? Like you're not gonna have Hawkeye at the back without his bow and arrow, just like yeah, it's a good wedding. Because they've learned, <laughs> and any villain knows what there's a superhero wedding. Well, they're all wearing tuxedos. Why was I not invited? Yeah. Oh my well, god! Apart I'm going from to Deadpool's murder. wedding, apart from Deadpool's wedding, yeah, because literally, when you, get, when you get married to literal death, yeah, like, you, you, you do not get. Cast let's let's not mention the fact that when Deadpool got married, he literally wore the fucking suit. Yeah, you know, he literally had the entire, like, every single Marvel character that was popular was put into that one frame. That one full full page that one full page spread had every Marvel character just How there. much do you want to bet that Howard the Duck was in Howard the Duck was in there somewhere? Oh god. Of yes. course he was. <laughs> every Marvel character attended that wedding. Yeah. Every single one. I'm sure even, even a some few villains, villains yeah. yeah. Like the guy with a skull for a head from I'm Spider-Man. actually sure that, that comic book cover is like that comic book alone now is worth like a fucking fortune. Yeah. See the thing that gets me though is he did that, and then he killed the Marvel Universe. Well, yeah, that's because he's giving presents to his wife. <laughs> <laughs> that's presents to her. <laughs> it's like you Christ. know, you know how like like death maybe is, death and Deadpool are very much like a Black Mirror episode. Every death's an orgasm. Do you know what I mean? It's that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she'll she'll ask for an autograph, and then Deadpool will be like, "That's not enough. Let me send him to you." Is like I want an autograph. Oh, okay. Do you mind if it's written in blood? <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like that's very much what they're like. And do you know what? Fair play to them as long as they're happy. But 
Man, uh, Iron Man one. I think I think it stands. I think it stands well. You can Definitely. watch it if you go yeah. back and watch it. I don't. I think it's one of the very few Marvel films that feels overly aged. Yeah, there is CGI in it, and you watch it back and you go, "Oh yeah, this, this like this." But that's the same from any film from that period. Yeah, yeah. But I think Iron Man is one of those things that didn't do it so badly. Yeah. I still think it's one of the top three of the first phase. Well, see, that's that's not that difficult to achieve because in yeah. that phase is Hulk. Next up, next up, The Incredible Hulk. Um, I felt I'm so bad they recast it. <laughs> yeah, and literally deleted every plot line that was meant to continue. I mean, I, I, I mean, the thing is, The Incredible Hulk is clearly, in my opinion, the weakest of all of Phase One. Yeah, but ironically, physically the strongest. But yeah, yeah also okay. ironically, an abomination. Uh, no, I didn't really have much of an issue with Edward Norton. I didn't want to. Watch I think it. I think Edward Norton is a good actor. He's played yeah. some really great parts in his time. I just don't think the Hulk was really. Like I think that was a dry period for Mister Norton. I think the it was th- very much like the thing that fucks me off about the Hulk is that they never established the Hulk's size. In one shot, he'd be twelve feet tall. In the next, he'd be six foot tall. In yeah. the next shot, he'd be twelve feet tall. It was never really established. That also kind of pissed me off because it if they wanted to stick with the size changes, like in the comic books, it's established that yeah. the angrier he gets, the yeah, bigger, the he, bigger gets. he gets. But in this, no, he just changes willy nilly, and also. That pissed me off in the scene where he changes while fucking Betty. Literally, she would have exploded. She would have. <laughs> like, she literally... He would wear her would've... as a Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> she would have literally I'm sorry. exploded. They, yeah. they really should have thought that through. You do not have a sex scene in a Marvel film where the Hulk changes midway through. Yeah, that was... It was fucking horrible to watch. Like, that whole film, in one word, is uncomfortable. Yes. Especially for Betty. <laughs> she yeah, couldn't okay. sit down for weeks. <laughs> yeah, I'll go for that one. Oh, that's a bit, that's grim, that. Yeah. I mean, oh. the film... What if his dick size doesn't change? <laughs> then, is that why Is that why Thor was shocked that, in Ragnarok? No, no, that, that it was that's... just human size on his mouth. <laughs> that's why he's so angry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Guys, we've uncovered it. I'm tweeting again. No, don't you dare. <laughs> oh my god. How do, I phrase, how do I phrase this in a way that is not incriminating? Hulk. How do you phrase it in a way that's not incriminating? There is no way to phrase that where it's not incriminating. <laughs> Hashtag the Betty, Hulk. Betty explosion. <laughs> Hashtag Betty brand condoms. Has- <laughs> Hashtag Hulk. Hashtag Hulk can't smash. <laughs> 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 Hulk can't smash a back door then that's for sure um, oh my god what have we done I think we just created an abomination of that <laughs> it's like <sighs> an abomination within an abomination within another abomination it's like it's never in anything. a simulation dun, 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 dun. I'm sure in that film abomination is like completely naked at one point yes yes to be fair, 
That's why Hulk doesn't like him because he actually has an adjusted penis for his body size. But he does. I'm sure he he's like he he's nothing. What? I'm, I'm sure he has nothing. No, no, no. Surely he does. He just tucks it back like a drag queen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just tucks it back, duct tapes it down. And he's all right. Yeah. You no, know, it doesn't want to be too bad. You know, just like he'll kill people, but he doesn't want them to be like shocked by it. <laughs> <laughs> I think. The Incredible Hulk is. I mean, everybody argue, debates that it's a skippable film. You don't need it. You don't. Really. Yeah. I. I don't like the film. I think. I don't. I. I completely disagree with missing a film if you're rewatching all the MCU. No, films. but the whole thing, the whole plot of the Incredible Hulk, even to the uh, the Tony Stark cameo at, at the after credits scene. It was all retconned later on because it no. was established no, I'm Tony sorry. Stark didn't help. I'm sorry. And that the no, Hulk I'm, managed I'm to get go to India. Character development wise, it says a lot. He went through everything he did with Betty, right? He learned that he can't love properly because of who he is. He gets too excited, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to be serious here. Okay. Hulk realizes or Banner realizes that he can't love someone properly because of who he is. That's why his relationship with Black Widow is so special because she's willing to accept it. Well, that's because he's an arsehole and he doesn't realise relationships don't have to be physical. Even if it's not <laughs> physical, I'm sorry, but if you... You can love someone you, no, without no, it being no, physical. No, let, let's say, at that point, he had no control over, over the Hulk. The Hulk okay. was a different entity. Let's say they were on a date. Mm-hmm. Let's say they're watching scary movie in the cinema and there's some prick at the back screaming, Sorry, No, so- don't go in there, don't go in there, don't go in there. He's going to get angry. He's going to rage out in the middle of a fucking theatre. He's going to end up swinging his fist and killing his missus. <laughs> well, look, all the cunt has today is a little bit of fucking yoga. Tell him to calm himself down. That's what he literally does in the film as well. <laughs> Overall. <laughs> I think, yeah, I mean, if you, you... Oh, my God, can you imagine just Hulk in everyday situations hulking out? <laughs> <laughs> just, like, at the line in Tesco's, and one arsehole is like, one sec, let me go and get some bleach, I forgot it. <laughs> then he just hulks out in or the he's, middle. Or he's Tesco's literally or at the bank, and it's like, yeah, sorry, sir, all the, all the checking accounts are closed at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And um, we just need your signature here. Then he realises he's done his signature as the Hulk and can't remember. <laughs> he just he stabbed through the table and just did his signature in the fucking wood. He was like, oh, shit, sorry. Do you have another pen? Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, as I say, like, in the comic books, we've seen a more intelligent Hulk. And yeah. even then, even now... And the MCU, as far as we've got, even at Ragnarok, we've still not really seen that intelligent Hulk. No, that's and true. I would like to look I, at Planet Hulk, for example. Yeah, he was a genius. Yeah, but that was very much because the Hulk and Banner had agreed that the Hulk was better to defend Banner. Yeah, but he needed Banner's intelligence. That's the kind of Hulk relationship with Banner that I want to see. I want to see them work together. We yeah. weren't because it we're works. not far off. I don't think. I don't think we're far off because. I don't want to skip too far ahead, but you look at Ragnarok where, to all intents and purposes, Hulk's aware that Banner's inside him. Yeah, I know, but Banner doesn't have any control or any And I would support. like to see that control because yeah. the, the, the Hulk has been like that. It would be kind of complicated, but it would be better. To, like, he still gets angry and he well, still Well, no, I'm sorry, out, I'm but... sorry, I'm sorry. If fucking M. Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan Medina, 
can make a fucking was it M Night Shyamalan? No, it wasn't, was it? No, no, it wasn't. Split. Yeah, it was M Night Shyamalan. So it was. So if Split can have a character which has twenty-seven personalities, they can handle Hulk having two. Well, yeah, yeah, but, but that's what we're seeing. Yeah, we're seeing it wouldn't be that, that difficult to do. It depends how they do it as well. I'd really like to see it in a sort of the same way Firestorm was portrayed yes exactly that would be great you can literally hear the thoughts yeah. of each other i like that yeah you don't know what we mean because you I don't do watch know it. what i mean because i'm intelligent and i do my research <laughs> i know yeah what, what firestorm is like so yeah absolutely i think that would be a great idea and i think if hulk survives through the infinity war then maybe we will see it yeah do you think he will though Some will story. we get a chance to see immortal hulk in like, uh, in like the next Avengers, where he literally gets stabbed through the chest, and he literally just gets so angry it heals. Yeah, we've never seen anything like that, and that pisses me off. Yeah, I think the closest we kind of got was Slow Ragnarok when Fenrir bit through his leg and he fucking lost it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was like that was. The- I honestly, honestly, when Hulk was fighting Fenrir, I honestly felt sorry for the dog, <laughs> the wolf. <laughs> yeah. Like, because that was that was enough. Like, the Hulk literally threw it off the waterfall. <laughs> no, honestly, if we had to be like, if you had to be trapped in a room with anyone from the MCU, I truly think Hulk would be the scariest. Well, yes. Fun fact before we move on to Iron Man Two, and James I, has been trapped in a room with the Hulk. Yes, actually, it was it, yeah. was, it, was, it, was, it was all right. And he found out the Hulk can't smash indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I was very disappointed, guys, what can I say? <laughs> I thought he would be better than that. <laughs> no, but um, recently in a Marvel comic, uh, and it was like, and it goes, down, it tells this kind of story of like, if Thanos won, and yeah. Frank Castle's the Ghost Rider, and he's taking the younger Thanos about to see, oh, look, this is what you've done because you're an absolute bastard. And there's a scene where it shows you an older bearded Hulk sitting in a room covered in lesser than bones and Frank Castle says yeah the best one we sent in here was Steve Rogers because he actually tried to convince the Hulk that they were friends oh God. before yeah. the Hulk ate him I know him from work <laughs> yeah before the Hulk ate him such a grim storyline and it shows you how scary the Hulk can be can mm-hmm. you imagine just like can you imagine just being eaten by the Hulk I don't want to think about it. Do you think it would just be a swallow snow? No, the thing is, if someone, was, if someone was eaten by the Hulk, I think they would be instantly killed, because I think Hulk is the one who starts with the head. Honestly. Hulk would bite your head off first before he starts with the rest of you. Unless he breaks your back or neck first. Yeah, he might, like... He might like do like... You know how cats sometimes play with mice before they eat the mice? Or birds? This is great. This yeah. is grim. Can we move on? Iron Man 2. Speaking of things that are grim. Uh, oh. I don't know, you know. I think, yes, the film wasn't bad. No, yes, the film wasn't good. I liked Whiplash. I think yeah. Mickey Rock played an amazing Whiplash. Yeah, I actually did like Whiplash. I'm it actually just... a little bit more disappointed there wasn't more Whiplash in the film. I think Whiplash was such a terrifying villain. Yeah. Because he didn't give a flying fuck. He went onto a public racetrack and just took the front off a car it was just the way they went about using him I'm like, i sure. would have loved to see more of whiplash directly going after tony rather than teaming up with a competitive company yeah i mean can someone remind me because i don't actually remember why does whiplash hate tony uh because it was his father that created the stark uh the uh reactor the arc reactor with whiplash's father but whiplash's father got no credit don't really un- understand why that's a reason to hate his son, though. 
If anything, that's a reason for them both to be alright. It's a film thing, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's I like, hate oh, yeah. your father hate... did this to me. How dare you? Do you know what I mean? If everybody done yeah. that in Star Wars to Luke Skywalker. Like... <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was also hinted at that it also drove Whiplash's father to suicide, but I'm not sure if that was confirmed or not. It was hinted at. Can you imagine film. if um, when Luke actually came, comes across Obi Wan, Obi Wan just stabs him? <laughs> fuck you and fuck your dad. <laughs> your father was the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> just looking down at a bleeding out Luke, he's so confused. Just I have the high ground now. Wait, what would he stab him with if he's bleeding out then? Because obviously not a lightsaber, because that doesn't leave. Well, Obi Wan didn't have his lightsaber at that point when they first met him. He had the Tuscan Raider. Uh, stick thing. So he just stabs him with a stick. Yeah. <laughs> Sound. I meant. Yeah. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think Iron Man two really done. It tried to. Mm. It no. I, I've said it before. I love it when a sequel raises the stakes, brings everything to light, and then yeah, really makes things grand. Guardians Volume Two. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> we'll get to that later. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I just think that Iron Man two tried to do that. Yeah. And didn't necessarily succeed because you yeah. were getting. I like to think that uh, Iron Man Two w- was a bit bipolar, so mm-hmm. you were getting like Tony Stark being depressed and drinking and partying. And it tried to be funnier, and I think when you have such a serious story, funny is good, but not in the excess that it was in Iron I mean, Man Two. Can we just yeah. establish that all of the Iron Man villains so far have been kind of shit? Yeah, honestly, yeah. I think they could have made Whiplash. Whiplash wasn't bad as the character in the film it's the way he was utilised and I also yeah. would have loved to see the Whiplash suit like I would have loved yeah. to see a montage Agreed. like the Iron Man 1 where he made his first suit of Whiplash doing the same do you know what else I'd love to see more of what that fucking Iron Man suitcase yes uh, that, that suitcase. Iron Man suitcase yeah so cool they did use the watch in number 3 was that not the that was okay. was that not the thing Like that was Happy's only job to carry that suitcase yeah like Happy, yeah. you're only here to carry the suitcase. Can you imagine how fucking horrible and shameful that would be? What, your job to carry a suitcase? Yeah. Isn't that what, like, hotel workers do? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay. but Happy wasn't just carrying any case. He yeah. was carrying the Iron Man suit. <laughs> like, that's yeah. true. Also, um, something else about Iron Man 2. Whiplash wasn't actually name-dropped as Whiplash. Everyone just kind of referred to him as Whiplash because yeah. he w- he was Whiplash. He was Whiplash, but he wasn't name-dropped as Whiplash. I would argue there's probably a load of people that haven't been named as... Yeah, as their supervillain... Yeah. Was Yellowjacket like, from Ant-Man named? Yeah, he he called himself Yellowjacket. Oh, yeah. Because he was a Yellowjacket. Who names themselves? Like, in a superhero context. Well, the suit context. was called the Yellowjacket. It was the suit that was called the Yellowjacket. That's so... like me putting on a suit and being like, I am the Armani. <laughs> like, no, you don't name it after the suit. Well, it depends if the suit comes along with a title. Think of the Black Panther suit. Everyone who wears the Black That's Panther true. suit becomes That's Black Panther. That's true, but this but, was the but, first but Cameron, time the yellow Cameron, jacket had been worn. Cameron, do I have your permission? Okay. To 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 do an impersonation. Yes. Oh. <laughs> the power of the Black Panther <laughs> goes from king to king. And it's like a, a flower thing. That they make yeah. into a liquid, which gives you the power of the Black Panther. For a second, because I haven't seen Black Panther, and for a second, I thought they switched from speaking like their accent to uh, Scottish. 
it's sort of like now, let me tell you something about the power of the Black Panther right we don't get it here in Scotland we just get Iron Brew but <laughs> it's sort of like have you guys ever played Far Cry, Far Cry Primal yeah you know the drink that you have to do to get the new powers it's like that yeah the Black Panther suit when you put it on you'll get powers and you can do cat stuff oh my god what if the Ubisoft universe is part of the MCU <laughs> Black Panther is descended from the Far Cry Primal main characters. I can't even deal with this right now. Oh my god. I mean, ultimately, I think that Whiplash is a cat. Mickey Rock, outside of the outfit, with the long white hair and stuff, Yeah. in my head, was so appropriate for Whiplash. Yeah, definitely. His actual look was so right, the tattoos and everything, because Whiplash is Russian. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just kind of thought, yeah... I still would have loved to see his full suit, though, because I think that worked as a first appearance. But I would have loved to see him improving the... Like, the, I considered that yeah, as a beta test and wanted more. Won't. I mean, look, everyone would love to see Planet Hulk's full outfit, but we're never going to see that. Yeah. We saw something somewhat similar Yeah, in, in Ragnarok, but we're never going to see the full suit. No, we're not. There was an animated film that, like, it was, it was good. But yeah, that's the closest and I think, we'll get. Yeah, and it's a shame because I would have loved to have seen a bit more yeah. of Whiplash because he was yeah. a grim villain. What happened like to the him bit at when the he's end, on the he? phone to Tony and he's got the two guys strung up behind him? Yeah, that's grim. Like, he... did he die at the end or did he get sent to prison? I can't remember. It's been a Ooh. while. Google, <laughs> Google. Props for doing your research, gentlemen. But yeah, yeah I mean, I, th- I think he might have I'll died. Bring my, I'll bring my laptop next time. I promise. I do think that he died. I genuinely mm-hmm. do think that Whiplash did die. He may not have. I would like to think he didn't, because he was so interesting, in my opinion. Um, I thought he was a genuine villain, and while, yeah, his reasoning behind things were no real way, way to go for yeah. Tony. status deceased. Oh, he is dead. Oh, shit, wow. In the film, he was 58 years old. Fucking hell. Whereas Mickey Rourke was actually 107. <laughs> I kind of love Mickey Rourke. He's such a, an interesting actor, I think. Very, very good. But yeah. um, with that, with the travesty that is Iron Man 2 out of the road... <clears throat> Next up is Thor. I, I love like Thor. Thor. I love Thor. When you look into the sort of deeper meaning of Thor, yeah, you really can kind of get more out of it. The actual film in its execution in its own right. Mm. No, I liked it. I think the film itself was an okay film. It it was it was okay. It wasn't the best of of phase one, and phase one is one of the worst phases, definitely. One Even honest though, I feel like Natalie Portman, uh, Stellan Skarsgård, Kat Dennings—they were all pointless. They weren't needed. Do yeah. you know what I mean? I've always thought, right, so the thing with Thor, the thing that made Thor really, really good was that Loki was the first villain that was seen by everyone as being relatable. Yeah. He was the first villain that everybody sort of looked at and thought, oh, this guy might be right. He's not wrong. Yeah. He's not fully wrong. And I think, again, as you say, like, you know, there is evidence to prove it. Fact, Cameron, as you'll, uh, you'll back me up. Yes. <laughs> the Joker in The Dark Knight is so well-loved because apparently he's just slightly more relatable because he's not a p- 
everybody likes to read into it and think, oh, he's got a reason for doing this, but we don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't like that, but the Joker in The Dark Knight was the polar opposite of Batman, which is what he should have been. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why a lot of people like it. I mean, I look at The Dark Knight and I have my, <clears throat> my, my issues with it. Yeah. Well, that's what I love about good villains. Good villains are normally the polar opposite of the hero, but also they want the same thing. In The Dark Knight, it was the soul of Gotham, quote, from Joker. That's what he said. Uh, in Thor, it was Odin's approval. They wanted yeah, they their father's want, approval. They both wanted their father's approval what until about, Loki found we... out that he Odin wasn't his dad and yeah. he wasn't pleased about that one bit. Then he became Odin. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, this is the interesting thing because in that film, you're seeing Thor, who was supposed to be He king. took the Oedipus complex to the next level. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> Like, he literally became his own father. Yeah, but he still didn't kill his father to replace him. No, but he fucking sent him to Earth to not know who he is. That's Thor the Dark World. Yeah, but, like, he did it. Yeah, but here's the thing, right? At no point in any of the Thor films did Loki kill Odin. Loki hates Odin. Does Loki ever kill anyone? The thing is, Coulson. he doesn't. He doesn't. I don't think he kills anyone. Coulson's not dead. Yeah, yeah. he did. He kill doesn't. Coulson. He doesn't directly kill someone mm. without a solid reason. The th- the thing we look in the comic books is he would kill someone. Yeah, like literally, that. literally. The reason he killed uh, Coulson is self defense. No argue. It was Coulson had a giant fucking laser gun aimed at his face, and he was like, uh, you know what? Nope, <laughs> I don't want to get hit by that. Let me kill you now. That was self-defense. That's the only time that he's genuinely killed someone. Yeah. But I think in the comics, like you know, he's he's killed plenty of people, and he well, yeah. or he has led to people being killed. Like he's yeah. led someone else to do it. He has the trickster god. That's what he does. He would rather not get his own hands dirty. He would rather get someone else to do it. Yeah. And the thing with the thought, the first Thor film is we see the characters twist. Yeah. A lot of people don't really click onto this. A lot of people think Thor's really overcomplicated. It's not. You just kinda... Thor's a dick. Thor is an absolute dickhead. When he gets banished to Earth, I'm sitting there going, yes, Odin, send the gun away, nobody likes him. Like, and yeah. the story is about Thor learning what it means to be human. That's why at the end yeah. of Thor, he becomes the protector of Earth. Yeah. He, he calls himself, he will go back or, to Earth and no, he will protect sorry, it. Sorry, James, uh, it's called Midgard. Oh. Yeah, he, he's not a very good protector of, Miz, of Midgard. He's either. not, is he? He's, he's like barely ever there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, but yeah, that's that's the sort of thing. And then we see Loki kind of <clears throat> turning the odds a bit. In fact, if you compare Hela to Loki from Thor Ragnarok, they're not dissimilar. I feel so sorry for Hela. Yeah, so she basically I. turned up and was like, "Hey, brothers, oh, you didn't miss me. Yeah, you're the goddess the of thing death. Is, we don't what, want what I would have liked. She was genuinely uh, upset. Do you know what, what I, mean? I would have liked in Thor Ragnarok. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm onto something. Goddess of death. Goddess of death. We've been there. I know what you're going to say. Goddess of death. Thanos. Yeah, she's going to come back in Infinity War. Who knows? I've said this ages ago. You're not on this track for new things, right? Okay, <laughs> it's fine. I've already said this, and it might yeah. not happen. But it would be cool if it did happen. Moving on. So, Facts. okay, <laughs> going back to my point, what I would have liked. Uh, to see done with Hela is some Asgardians actually supporting her because obviously there has to be at least yeah. some support not get that. everyone but is going to hate her I wouldn't want to speak up I don't think it was necessarily that people hated her and yeah. we'll just say this before we move on with the first door I don't think people hated her I thought people were scared of her 
Yeah. The Asgardians were known to be peaceful. The only Asgard, even the soldiers tried to be peaceful. They didn't like going to war and they only attacked when they were attacked. That's why they weren't yeah. really good at fighting. <laughs> well, that's, that's Completely modern. hypothetical. Who that's would win? The Asgardians, Asgardians. or um, the Amazonians? Amazonians. The Amazonians. They're trained to kill. They are trained to kill. They are, they, Asgardians, the Asgardians have are... Asgardian weapons. Yeah. Yeah. So do the, the Amazonians. The Themyscirians have Themyscirian weapons. <laughs> yeah, but they also have a Thor. They have a Loki. They they have a Wonder Woman. So? <laughs> they basically have their equivalent of the All-Mother on Themyscira. Yes. Uh, yeah. They also have... Their head of army has a kill count. They also Longer have... Longer than you could imagine. <laughs> they also have a Wonder Woman Jr. Like, they are four Wonder Woman Juniors. <laughs> Like, literally, literally, they, they adopted soldiers. Supergirl for a little while and she couldn't stand Can up to them. Can you imagine how horrible that would be? Like, yeah, you are Wonder Woman Jr. now. Yes, thank God. So are you. So are you. So <laughs> yeah. Are you. Oh. Could you imagine how pissed off Loki would be if they put the lasso of truth on him? Just the look <laughs> on his face, like... <laughs> <laughs> what is the truth? Like, I don't believe in the concept. The truth. thing is, if, if I, I honestly think that if the lasso of truth was put on Loki, I think he'd he'd say the truth in a riddle. That's how I see Loki I think it would apparently it. have the same effect that apparently that the lasso of truth had on the Joker, where it didn't affect him. Because the Joker doesn't believe in the truth. Oh, that's powerful. Yeah. Because the Joker doesn't believe in what the truth is. Yeah. So how can he truly justify in his head what the truth is? So apparently when they put the lasso on him in some comic book way back when, it never affected him. And Wonder Woman was just sat there like, what the actual fuck? Like, and See, I don't, I don't think Loki's the same. No, I think Loki doesn't like yeah. disagree with the I truth. I think Marvel's just... comedy would push to that. But mm. I kind of like to I think that really Loki's... Cameron. It would be yeah, a riddle. It would be a riddle. He wouldn't... He, yeah. He, he wouldn't just come out of it. Well, I'm talking about comic book Loki, who's yeah. much more well, devious the kind than of riddle, Loki. The kind of riddle would be different. Like, I imagine movie Loki doing, like, a comedic riddle of some kind. Uh, but, like, comic Loki doing, like, a full, like... like Greek, ten page, yeah, like, ten page Greek Odyssey poem, <laughs> he, ending he, up. At he the fully truth. recites the entire Divine Comedy from memory. <laughs> like, yes. um, but yeah, back to Thor one. It is a film about two sons seeking their father's approval. Yeah, in Loki's opinion, he feels he would be a better leader, and he would. Yeah, because Thor is too much like Odin. It's, it's not. not even, it's, it's, it's not even shown. Basic, it's basically supernatural. Is it? Two sons seeking their father's approval. Hunting things, saving people. No. No. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, I can't agree with you there. I'm but also, um, just anything to get It's actually proven that... Okay, that cunt <laughs> if you mention Supernatural again. <laughs> it's actually proven that Loki would do a better job than Thor. Well, That's, so yeah. far, as far as we know. Because as far as we know, Loki took over Asgard for like two years and everything was fine. They were rich and everything was fine until Hela showed up and ruined it. Thor takes over, literally after they float into space for about like a year at most. Thanos comes and kicks their cunt in. <laughs> There's no. Well, yeah. I think that if you look at the first Thor film, in terms of that, it's it's opposing to it. So it's it's Loki becoming more like Thor, and Thor becoming more like Loki is at the start of the film. Yeah, like Loki's quite humble at the start of the film, and he yeah. and he actively says to Thor, no. Mm. Why would you do this? Why would you go to Jotunheim and why would you try and kill all the Frost Giants? Then, yeah. at the end, when Loki tries to kill all the Frost Giants, 
you know, to me it's kind of more meaningful because I think in Loki's head he's like, why did you not come back for me? Yeah. Yeah. Why did you not come back and help me? That's why he had he had genuine motive personally to want to kill them all because he's like, why would you leave me here with this? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and ultimately I think that Loki's a tra- he's the first tragic villain really mm-hmm. that's why people like him so much and you know when you get that sort of bit at the end of Thor when he says to Odin oh I could have done it I could have I could have destroyed them and Odin's like no yeah and he lets go he was dead set on killing himself that was yeah. it he mm-hmm. he didn't know he was going to end up with Thanos well it's true because Loki is the first villain in the MCU that has had a rather like I wouldn't say positive, but non-negative motivation. Because think okay, about look, Iron Man. Iron it, Man. First it. of all, it was Obadiah, and his his motivation was greed. Next, we have Incredible Hulk and uh, the Abomination. His motivation was like pride. Pride, yeah. Yeah. Iron Man two and Whiplash. His motivation was was wrath. Was yeah. If you, if you compare it to the same and sense. also greed from the from the company guy that no one cares about. But Thor, it's just like approval. I'm gonna say it. I don't think Loki is even a villain. I've never well in the comics. I've always seen him as in the comics. A yes, and he kind of in the MCU, he does not deserve the title of a villain. Mm. I mm. think he deserves the title of a villain. No, but I because he goes the complete wrong well, way about I think, it. I think yeah, rather than rather than villain, I'd say antagonist because he doesn't do anything directly. He's evil. an anti-hero. No, he's not an anti-hero. He doesn't yes, do he anything is. for the greater good. He br- right, okay. Before we... He, he challenge... saved the Asgardians. No, he does everything he does for selfish reasons. What was his reason for saving the Asgardians? In Thor uh, Ragnarok. Thor- redemption? Yeah. yeah, that's redemption. Yeah, everything he does is for his own sake. Therefore, I consider but him But no, by, ba- by that logic, it's impossible to do a selfless deed ever because every time you do it, you're doing it to make yourself feel better. Well, what did Loki say when he arrived? Your saviour has arrived. Thor was there fighting people and he walks in and he's like, your saviour has arrived because he would have been seen as the hero of that story. Yeah. And we, and we already... Loki as a selfish person. Yeah, yeah. He's not a but, villain. But he, I don't... Yeah, he's not a villain. I'd say antagonist because he wants to go against the true heroes of the story. For his own means, yeah. Yeah, because he, he honestly, I feel like he wants to be the hero. But he's not because there already are heroes. So his idea is get rid of the heroes, and I can be the new hero. Mm. Well, there was the there was the Loki Agent of Asgard comic book series, which spun off from the recent Young Avengers run to very good series. You should totally read them. Yeah, but Loki. It kind of rounds up part of Loki's story that's been going on since Journey into Mystery, like three sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I read up on all of them where he basically has Wiccan sacrifice kid Loki. Yeah. So that he can be made older. When he's made older, he feels bad about that because he feels like he's killed part of himself or he feels like he's killed someone who's just an extension of himself. Yeah. And Loki, in his head, doesn't want to be the villain. He always thinks that he's written as the villain. Yeah. He feels that the universe made him the villain and he wants to prove them wrong that he's not. The whole Agent Asgard series is about him trying to fight King Loki, which is his former self. Like the the really evil one we know from the comic books, yeah. who tries to then possess that Loki because he's an evil bastard. But that whole comic book series is about Loki's redemption, trying to prove that he doesn't mm-hmm. have to do what he feels that the gods made him. I feel like one of the best versions of Loki is from the comic book Thor: 
and Loki Blood Brothers. When Loki wins? Yeah, that it's was like a that became, sort of Yeah, like it became a motion comic as well, which is fucking beautiful. But throughout the story, it's shown that Thor is not perfect. He is an asshole. He is ambitious. And mostly Thor's main like issue in the comic books is wrath. He got angry over everything. Yeah, but you don't hear people slating the Hulk over that. Well, that's because the Hulk, the Hulk isn't... It's not the Hulk's fault. He isn't a How hero. Know, like, the yeah, Hulk but, yeah, but isn't Thor, a hero. Thor isn't human. We can't get into his, into his mind. Yeah, He's well, a literal god. You, well, yeah, basically what you're saying... He lives in a town of gods. What so that's, that's, that's pointless. It makes so, him the same as everyone else. If you talk about Thor, the, the whole film is... So the, they work backwards. In Thor 3, we get Loki's redemption. In Thor 1, we get Thor's redemption. And they kind of meet in the middle. Yeah. And then they overpass. And then by th- Ragnarok, there's a sense of closure with that story. Mm-hmm. There is genuine closure. The whole inclusion of Jane Foster and all that was purely to help Thor along. But, I mean, the Destroyer was just an easy go-to villain because it didn't need a backstory. Like, it just destroys things. Yeah. And yeah. stuff like that. But in my opinion, mm-hmm. Thor... Thor didn't become a decent person until in my opinion, Age of Ultron. It became better, but in Age of Ultron, he realised that there was something really more important that had to be looked into. Yeah. And that's when he starts to really mature, and that's why in Thor Ragnarok, he has properly matured, and we were ready to see him become the King of Asgard for the whole five minutes that that lasts. Yeah. But... Well, we can get back onto this when talking about the Avengers. Yes. Yeah. So... You feel it's time to move on to the next film? I like the Avengers, personally. No. Next film Captain is Captain America. America. Oh. Captain America. <laughs> Gotta wait for I mean, the next I also second. liked Captain America. Well, I he loved was the first Captain Avenger. America. The very first Avenger. But yeah. But the penultimate in phase one. I still can't get over how ridiculous skinny Steve Rogers looked. Yeah. yeah. His head was way too big for that. He looked like a match. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tell me he didn't look like a match. He didn't look a bit like a match. <laughs> oh my god, if Steve Rogers was ginger, he'd literally be a match. <laughs> he kind of is. No, he's, he's blonde. Like, he's no, blonde. No, no, if you look, swear he had like a kind of brownie no, red tint. That was original Bucky. hair. Bucky used to be ginger. Yeah, I know the difference between Bucky and Cap Cameron. I mean, when he was matchstick Cap. I think the thing that really done yeah. Captain America justice was its symbolism. Yeah. Every part of that film, you understood what Captain America believed in, even before yeah. he became Captain America. That whole thing when he's in the alleyway and he's getting beaten up, and he's like, oh yeah, I could do this all day. What I love about the Captain America films is it always calls back to them. Yeah, yeah. It's not even a running gag, didn't it's he, relevant. Yeah, didn't he do that again at another point? In uh, He done Winter it in Winter Soldier. Soldier, when Winter Soldier's laying into him. Yeah, because uh, Bucky says, I'm with you till the end of the line, and then when Bucky's laying into him, like he says to him, do it. I'm with you to the end of the he line. Say, didn't he say I could do this all day to Iron Man as well? Yeah. 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 Yeah, like that that whole bit in Civil War was great. I like how it calls back to that because he's still the same person. Yeah. Even with yeah. his superpowers, his mind is the same. Imagine how scary that is for him, though. I honestly think Captain America is the best characterised in the MCU films. He stands for what a superhero is. Yeah, He well, he stands for the idealistic superhero. That's what he, he clearly wants to be well yeah he represents an entire country so you would hope so well he wants to be the national symbol well, well he, he's established as but he doesn't want to be the national symbol no he wants to like fight for 
peace. He wants to fight for peace, and that's yeah. the thing. In the first film, he became the national symbol because someone had to. But yeah. he didn't like the fact that they had him there, like doing sort of promotional stuff and all that. Yeah. Which he I wanted... thought was a good callback to the sort of Silver Age, where that yeah. kind of stuff was on every comic book, like, you know, Captain America punching Hitler. Yeah. And all that. Like, he I didn't th- like being propaganda. He wanted to actually do stuff. And he wanted so... to enter the fold, and when he did, it made a change, and that was the thing. Yeah. He was the... Again, you had Red Skull, who was a polar opposite villain, but I didn't like how Red Skull was done. No. He should have been way more evil. Way more... Yeah, like, I mean, not he's even a just, Nazi, for God's sake. Not even evil. He should have been not, scarier. Not even that. He is worse than a Nazi. Yeah. Imagine yeah. how bad that can get. He is worse than a than Nazi. A Nazi. Literally like, in Cameron. the comic books. Literally. <laughs> Red Skull arranged the assassination of Hitler, claiming Hitler was too soft. Can we stop referring, like, can we stop comparing the MCU to the comics, please? I mean, for we, fuck's we sake, can't, in that's the comics, what it's based on. No, I'm sorry. In the comics, Steve Rogers turned out to be fucking Hydra. It's getting to be way no, too No, no, it turned out he was a triple spy. In that comic, I'm sure. And I'm sorry, but I'm yeah. not counting that comic because that comic came out way after the MCU started. Doesn't yeah. matter. Doesn't matter. But turned out to is... be Hydra, then he was a well, triple it's not the fact that shield. It's not the fact that we're comparing them. It's the fact that we, we, we look at the source material they came from and how they, that is displayed on screen. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying that in the comic books, Red Skull, try and argue with me, is a far superior villain than most of Marvel's co- characters Definitely. in the yeah. comics. But in the film, he's just not the Red Skull. Yeah. Definitely. The He's red, just run the red skull. I think is so was Mandarin, and I feel like Iron Man learnt from that. But Mandarin, like that's the thing. Like that, ma- no, that's why I think they were like, yeah, this isn't the real Mandarin because halfway through filming, they probably thought we have not made this guy evil enough. Yeah, because it's not even that. It's with Red Skull and Mandarin and similar villains. What makes them scary and villainous isn't that they're powerful in that they're super strong. No, it's that, that they're intention. smart enough. They're smart enough to counter everything the hero does. They're yeah. always one step ahead. The only reason that they fail is because they have like an incompetent subordinate of some kind. Yeah. That's that's literally the only reason these kinds of villains fail. Think about it, Red Skull wouldn't have failed if he's if he's uh if the guards on the ship were better. I think uh, <laughs> I think arguably the thing that makes a villain a villain isn't their ability to do evil it's their intention to do it yeah and it's what they would do and as i say red skull in the comic book literally for that reason would literally kill hitler because he didn't think hitler was doing enough damage to the world yeah like that's evil and the film what was red skull's intention he wanted the tesseract so that yes he could do damage but it was to make weapons for hydra yeah he just wanted to make like uh mystical nukes of some kind bottom line is they nerfed the character yeah, they completely nerfed them. Now that's that's it. Like, there's not really much we can say in the, regards the thing, to that. They they nerfed it. It ruined it. The thing to me was, I and, think I, and I think, in my opinion, I mean, my opinion sort of changed on Hugo Weaving. I think Hugo Weaving is good. I just think Hugo Weaving would be is one of those actors who would have been perfect for that role if the character if they'd was done, done the character properly. right. Because Hugo Weaving can play evil. Yeah. Could you imagine V for V from V for Vendetta, but evil? Yeah. That would be the Red Skull. Yeah. Pure evil. And yeah. I think that. But I think they had to tone it down to keep the twelve A rating. Of course they did. I mean they can't. But I mean, and if by that logic, at the same time as well, the Red Skull isn't a colourful villain. He's not even a nice villain to look at. Yeah. 
Well, no, he's literally a skull. He's literally, literally the only defining features. No, he's in every single one of his appearances. He's always just a big red skull on top of a Nazi uniform, and that is his character. I don't know. He's got beautiful eyes. (laughs) He's such lovely (laughs) eyes, doesn't he? Yeah. You wouldn't I'm, think there was evil behind there, but behind those eyes is a dead, I'm sure at one point, man. <laughs> I'm sure at one point there was, uh, like back in the 60s or something, a really dumb story arc where he where he got plastic surgery to disguise himself. But the reason they found him out as Red Skull is because like, he was born with a uh, disfigurement in his eye that had a swastika as a pupil. The fuck? <laughs> there, was, there was at one point, I'm sure it was a thing. It was, it was so fucking dumb. <laughs> but like it was it was fucking mental <laughs> maybe, like... maybe he just went and got selected contacts <laughs> like so was, sir yeah. which of these contacts did you want I want that one sir are you sure that's it, it. I like, want that one it was some crazy mad uh, visual representation of a swastika <laughs> being in his no, pupil that's not a visual representation <laughs> that's not subtle in the slightest <laughs> you're either born the Nazi <laughs> <laughs> he might as well just have a tattoo on his forehead that just says, I am a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> Ultimately, oh. though, uh, Captain America also spawned an incredible character, Peggy Carter. I, I'm i not a fan. I love Peggy Carter. Yeah. I love her. She's great. What's not to love about her? I'm just, I'm just not... I mean, look, the show, it wasn't that bad. and I'm, I'm sad it was cancelled. And I feel like I'd be a lot more into it if it wasn't cancelled, if I knew there was a future for it. But just the yeah. show itself, I, w- I just wasn't a huge fan. I, I did want to see Father Fury. <laughs> I'll be honest, I felt like the show was kind of slow. I think, yeah, the, the, the show wasn't like quick-paced and stuff, but it was very much like, you know, Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries. It was like 1920s, 30s, sort of. Yeah. She's a woman trying to like and it be was more... a, an agent in this world that's just male-dominated and stuff. Yeah. It was I more of a political uh, show, and that's what it was meant to be, because at the time... Well, not even at the time, just where it's set, it yeah. was a political thing. The fact of the matter was, was like when the war sort of ended, which is when Peggy Carter takes over and takes premise, it was more to do with, like, so we're like, right, we can't have wars anymore. Yeah. Because that's bad. <laughs> so we'll have spies. And yeah. that was the thing. It became political espionage. It was all it's that kind of thing. Because I'm, sure, I'm sure the comics yeah. did lead into the Cold War. And then when you discuss, obviously, like, Peggy Carter being a woman, wanting yeah. to be a spy and being very good at it, but always being looked down upon because of the men of that time, mm-hmm. that's still very relevant. Yeah. And I think definitely. that kind of show should should exist. You know, she was a female superhero, but she wasn't a superhero. Like, even if you wanted action, they could have put in some action. I'm sure uh, that um, in one of the standalone comics, there is a scene... Where Peggy Carter has a fist fight with Red Skull. Well, that's the thing in the series as well. She like... only wins by finding a gun. Which, honestly, it makes sense to me. But it also makes sense the setup for it, which is that Red Skull survived the explosion and uh, started working for the USSR and started manipulating Stalin. It was also at the time as well, it was an 80s comic, at the time of the Cold War. There was a Cold War based comic. Like at the time of World War Two, there was a World War Two based comic. It was that kind of thing. It was a political comic. But it was what made it short it was short run, it was short lived as well. It was only like uh six to twelve issues long because it had a female lead and that wasn't popular at the time. 
no one liked Peggy Carter. Bit sexist. Oh yeah. This is what I'm saying. Whether you like the show or not, sometimes you have to look at like what that show stands for. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, politically, I understand what it stands for and I support it. The show and and look, I liked it. That's what I'm saying. Characters and everything, great. The show itself, I just felt was a bit too slow for my liking. I felt if the show ah. had that little bit extra. Yeah. Just that little extra. I mean, there was the occasional fight scenes and stuff, and it was all very talkable and. I thought it was really well scripted. I do agree with what you're saying. There was points where it went a bit slow and stuff like that. But ultimately, I thought it was an enjoyable show. I would watch it again and again. But yeah, I mean, the inclusion of Jarvis mm. and, you know, Dominic Cooper as Howard Stark was just, it just I think it's the one of the, the genuinely, one of the first genuine Marvel shows that really added a layer to I the don't MCU. Know, I just think it would be yeah. good if it was done in the style of the Netflix shows. But I, I would argue that it was. I think it was. I I think I think it was. Is that, you, you think it was not not like the, not like Jessica Jones that, but you've got to remember that's very modern. Yeah, yeah but you couldn't you you could do a grungy sort of twenties thirties piece, but it would look more like Sin City than anything else. Yeah, or Suffragette City. Right, that, that's not happening right now. Don't give me the, <laughs> don't give me that. Right. In time, shut up. <laughs> in time. But um Captain America I think it's one of my favourites of phase one. I think it's what I think it's the most put together film. Yeah. I honestly think it's the best of phase one. It basically established what the Avengers were. It, it confirmed the Avengers pretty much. Yeah. Beforehand, it could have been cancelled at any point. Well, literally, the title itself exactly. confirmed the Avengers. They couldn't fucking back out Captain at that point. America, the first Avenger. The no, official see, title. I think they knew when they were doing Thor that it had to happen. Because yeah. why would yeah, you but, do but Thor? But I mean, I mean, with the title, the first Avenger, and like the content of it, there was no point they could back out. Yeah, They could not just suddenly say... Yeah, so this is Captain America two. Forget about the title of the first one, please. Like, just he's just Captain America now. There's definitely not going to be an Avengers film. They couldn't do that. Yeah, they had to follow through with it. Well, I mean, they've they'd obviously known that they weren't going to back out of it. They mm. were going to see the first phase through regardless whether people liked it or not because they'd already put the money into it. Mm-hmm. But on that note, I, I think Captain America is genuinely one of my best. So from the first Avenger, from the first. Um, in the first phase, I agree. But I don't think the first cap comes anywhere close to the top overall with the 13 films. I I, I never said that. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just saying phase one, yes, I think it was one of the best, definitely. Yeah. But I think phase two and three brought it up a notch. Well, like, yeah. Personally, yeah. I think the first Avenger is the most de-aged of the films. And that yeah, sounds yeah. weird. When you go back and watch it, you can watch it and you don't sit there and think, oh, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. Which is kind of ironic. Because it's set in, (laughs) like, an older time and, you know, the the small, big-headed Steve Rogers. I think that's that's what makes it better, though. That it is a period piece. That's what it is. And that makes it last longer. That stuff almost fits in. Yeah, Yeah, because you know, you know, like, the times won't change. It's like when you watch an early 2000s movie and they use early 2000s slang. And that just makes you cringe. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. But, like, if you see, like, a period piece where they use, like, 1600 slang, that's okay. Because it's a period piece and it lasts up. Yeah. I get and that. 
I ultimately think that you know Philip Seymour Hoffman is the is the Philip Seymour Hoffman. No, what was his name? The guy that played um, the Colonel. The Colonel. Oh, I can't remember his name. Big, big, big actor. Oh, oh fuck. Oh, what was his name? I'm just gonna let you struggle. Just tell me his name if you know it, because I don't think you do know it, Kieran. Uh, you don't know it, do you? Well done. Uh, fuck. Why does it not say here? He's he's the actor. Here he goes. Tommy is it Tommy Lee Jones. Is Tommy, Lee Jones? Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. It was Tommy Lee Jones. I called it. Yeah. It's no, just I wasn't sure if this was a right colonel. You. All it you was. had to say. It was Tommy Lee Jones. Yes. All you had yeah. to say was uh, Men in Black. Yeah, the guy from Men in Black. <laughs> I just would have been like, yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman, Tommy Lee Jones. They don't sound the same, but it's a three name thing. So I'll, I'll put it that. Hoffman. Tommy Lee Jones okay. was. Yeah, amazing, and he yeah. played that great character. And the bit when he just threw the dud grenade and everybody ran away, fit and Steve jumped on top of it. Yeah, that sums Captain America up. Yeah, to a T. Well, I think yeah. like the whole movie has so many moments that sum up Captain America. That's what makes it such a great movie because it does show the character one hundred percent throughout that movie. There is it shows who Captain America is. Like he has matured already. That's the thing. Captain America in this film is in the final state, and he's always through in that state throughout the rest of the MCU. Well, well so I far, suppose, I suppose the thing is, all the other Marvel characters that we see building up the Avengers, this is where they start. This is their first films. Yeah. Whereas Cap, he's on a life before. Yeah. Although we don't always see that, he's had that life before yeah. he came to the time that he's in now. Mm-hmm. So he, we, we know that he's got a further backstory. So it makes sense for him to lead the Avengers. Yeah, yeah, and you know, with the inclusion of like you know Bucky and the Howling Commandos and all that, yeah, it did set him up to be the leader of the Avengers. And then sadly, he was left on ice, which is one of the saddest endings I've seen for a film. Because yeah. I think the way that that was emotionally played out with Peggy, because mm-hmm. he didn't care about who else he was leaving behind. Yeah, he'd lost Bucky, but he didn't care about like Howard, who was technically his friend by that point. He didn't mm-hmm. care about Howard. He didn't care about anyone. That conversation was him and Peggy. Yeah, and it meant a lot. I thought. Yeah, but I think that's the difference between. Uh, that is a big difference between the MCU and the DCEU, because think about it. Uh, the way that was handled compared to Superman only caring about uh Lois. Superman only caring about Lois is shit because it's Superman. Yeah. Superman should care about, at the very least, all of America. Why but should normally, he? all of the world. Why should he? Well, he's catchphrase. Well, because he grew up. Well, I mean, there. Superman's it's not his planet. Yeah, but, no, but Superman's is, original tagline was truth, justice, in the American way. Yeah. That was his thing. Superman, remember, Superman's Maybe character. Maybe I realised that was touching on racism a bit. But remember, Superman's character was, he was, he was just. A person from America, first and foremost. I'm sorry, that, that, that sounds like a Trump slogan. Truth, what? justice, in the American way. Tell me that doesn't sound like a Trump slogan. Well, yeah, but remember, it's the 60s. Yeah, remember, it was in the 60s. Exactly. Oh, yeah. He but, couldn't have stuck with that. Well, yeah, he hasn't stuck with that. Now well, it's just that he, he, he's a boy from Kansas. Back on that thing about, like, you know, titles and labels and stuff meaning things, to Superman, Superman wasn't against anyone yeah unless they were a threat to someone else yeah that is the thing like, except Greenland truth, truth justice <laughs> in the American way to Superman was basically where it should have been was truth justice in the American dream 
because he yeah. believed that America was a place for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And Superman was never really, in my opinion, a racist character because he was so far <laughs> away. Like, that's the thing. Like, I'm pretty sure there's some, like, subtle comics where there's subtle implied racism with Superman. And I'm like, it? you have no right. Can you yeah. imagine like, it? Just go back to your own country. Go back to your own fucking planet, dickhead. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> go back to your own fucking ma- oh sorry it's gone <laughs> like, you can imagine Trump will build a wall in space <laughs> <laughs> and cards against humanity will buy a block here just so yeah. he can't finish oh, God. <laughs> it'll just be like oh I-, I come from the third world where at least I have a world to return to oh oh yeah, but <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. Superman was portrayed shitly in the DC. Shitly, shitly, shitly. shitly. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like some shitly tea? Fuck you, hell. Anyway, yeah, in the DC EU, because of how he was presented, he was presented as a selfish bastard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's how he how he was presented, and it actually hurts to see him that way. Sorry, how the fuck did we get onto Superman? Because <laughs> we're relating him to uh, Captain America because they stand for the same thing. They are basically trying what to America? <laughs> well, not America. They stand as a symbol of peace. The thing is, is that's they, what they, they were supposed to. to they were supposed to stand as a symbol of America. That then became a symbol of peace overall. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the thing. It's like they realised that there's more to the world than America. So what did crypt- crypto the super dog stand for? The dogs of America. The dogs of America. The dogs. The of underdog. America. The underdog. <laughs> no, that was that was uh, Batman's dog. Confirmed. Crypto has a soul stone. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> oh my god. Anyway, the tesseract is a mother box. <laughs> oh my god. Stop <laughs> yourselves. <laughs> Because that's like all the mother box does. Bing, 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 oh bing, my bing. god! Fucking hell! Man. Oh god! Dark side is. <laughs> oh my god! No! It's just that's that's that like you know oh Infinity War will end where like the 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 Trinity, the DC <laughs> appearing, with Wonder Woman's theme song. No. Infinity, and they'll go Infinity up against. Infinity War will end with a flash of lightning. Right. The Infinity Gauntlet is on the other side of the room. Thanos is knocked down on his ass with fucking massive handcuffs on. The Flash just stops for a second, like you welcome, and just fucks off. No, it would, it would, it will end with Thanos just getting backhanded by Darkseid, and Darkseid <laughs> stealing the Infinity Gauntlet, and him just fucking up everything. I still like the idea that the Reality Stone can do anything. Oh God, it can. That's the thing. Like, the Soul Stone is the most powerful, powerful of the Infinity Stones. Yeah, I sit there and I'm thinking. Well, the reality stone can but, reshape no, no, yeah, but, reality. Yeah, you can literally look at Tony Stark and be like, yeah, Tony, you know your suit? What's it made out of? Oh, it's made out of uh, a, an alloy of... Okay, now it's made of brass. Well, yeah. No, I'm at, I think, <laughs> I think the, when they say... Saying, oh, yeah, what is your suit made of, Tony? Oh, yeah, it's made of like all this stuff. Tinfoil! And, like, <laughs> and he just sits there and goes, yeah, how would you like to wear a suit made of shit? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Clicks his I fingers. I think when they think of powerful in that way comparing the stones, I think it's like in a different way they're saying powerful. It's like saying, because they both shoot a camera and a gun, 
Just compare them both. What's more power powerful electronically? The camera. Yet you can still kill someone with a gun more easily than you can kill someone with a camera. You can kill someone with a camera. You can, obviously, but it's harder than to kill someone with a gun. That's that's the difference. No, no. <laughs> if the gun's not loaded. Even if the gun's not loaded, it's easier to kill someone with a gun than with a camera. Anyway, back to <laughs> Thanos making weird things happen. Anyway, no. no. Anyway, back no. to... <laughs> Time to get started on the Avengers. Oh, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I like the Avengers. I feel like it lived up to the hype that it was building for like 10 fucking years. Yeah. <laughs> 10 fucking years? Was... No, that's Infinity War, you tat. Like, no, it felt like years, 10 fucking years. five years, Kieran. That's mad though, isn't it? That it's, well, It was five four. years for Infinity War to... Uh, for Infinity War, phase one to finish. And it's been another five years for two and three. Yeah. Are you sure it's not been four years? Four years, yeah. Even, like, even so, that's, still, that's still six years for two more phases. Yeah, but Mind that you, was phase... because they were, they were just taking their time with it, do you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, and to be fair, phase three still isn't finished. Yeah. Phase one was them testing the waters. Phase two was finding a A, a bikini bottom. <laughs> finding a pattern that works uh, where they, where they, they did well. <laughs> For fuck's sake. And then phase three is them using that pattern to the max. I think, like, my opinion on Avengers Assemble sort of altered a bit. Because as much as I love the first Avengers film, it is really, really kiddy. Yeah. Like, when you go back and watch it, it is really, really kiddy. Yeah. it's, It's... that's why I prefer Age of Ultron, because it's much darker. I think the reason it's really... I think what makes it even worse for me is because it's so kiddie, it makes the characters seem really petty. Yeah, like, oh yeah. my yes. god, no. Yeah. Like when Iron Man and... No, yeah, when Iron Man and Thor are fighting. That was really petty when I went back and watched it. But to be fair, though, when Steve Rogers says... Like, oh yeah, take off the suit, what are you? Like, genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. And he's like, right, put the, put the suit on, we'll go a few rounds. Steve literally said, I could kick your cunt in, you wearing that suit. That is, like, petty. That's not something Steve Rogers would do. Yeah, like, Steve Rogers does not make threats. That is that is something that he doesn't like doing because that's what bullies do. That is established in the comics To be fair, well. I, think it was, I think that was because he kind of thought Tony was a bully. Yeah. He was. Tony he, Tony was more of an arsehole in Avengers 1 than he was in the rest. That's still an amazing line, though. Yeah. What are you without that suit? Uh, genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. Like, that's a genius <laughs> line. I, I just love the parodies with Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. Genius uh, billionaire playboy philanthropist. Uh, warrior. King. <laughs> <laughs> I think... That, <laughs> I do think that, you know, Avengers Assemble is just a bit kiddie. And when I go back and yeah. watch it... I, <laughs> Can you imagine, like... Hawkeye or Scott or, or like fucking Black uh, Black Widow. What are you without that suit naked? <laughs> <laughs> and and she still Hawkeye you. just says a farmer, which is more than Natasha. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he doesn't even have a suit. Oh, f- you oh, could oh, you imagine like after after Age of Ultron, like I could totally imagine Hawkeye saying, "Well, I'm actually doing this um, this new show called where I renovate houses." <laughs> 
<laughs> you might have heard of it. <laughs> like, it's just that's totally something that I could yeah. imagine Hawkeye doing because he just what the cunt just wants to retire. Like that's yeah. all he wants, and the Avengers do not give a flying fuck about I mean, it. You can make a joke about any Avenger with that. Like let, let's say Quicksilver. What are you without that suit? Still dead. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even have to be the Avengers. Flash. What are you without that suit? On fire. <laughs> yeah. It works for anyone. Apart from Vision. Or Superman, what are you without that suit? Not as impressive. <laughs> Thor, what are you without that suit? Very impressive. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? I just think, like, if you compare... The oh my Avengers God, just Seven. Hulk, what are you with a suit? <laughs> <laughs> there is no reply. No, but there's more evidence now you said that, that he has a human dick. That would explain why his shorts never come off. Oh God! <laughs> oh my God! No, not doing this conversation. Question. It does make Question. sense. Though. What happens if Bruce Banner gets a piercing somewhere, anywhere? Doesn't even have to be a dick piercing. Now we're talking about dicks. Anywhere. Let's say he gets an ear piercing or a nose piercing. Uh-huh. When he turns into the Hulk, does it just pop off? No, it would just be like a dime, like a dime on you. No, the thing head. is, if when he turns into the Hulk, it Nipple would heal. Nipple piercing, then. No, when he turns into the Hulk, it would heal instantly. The Hulk has a healing fa- factor greater than Wolverine. That's established in, oh, in the Hulk versus Wolverine. Impressive. It's wait. Vibranium or adamantium? Which is the one that the Hulk can't destroy? Adamantium. Is it not vibranium? He can't destroy vibranium. I don't think he can destroy. No, he can destroy vibranium with more vibranium. I remember Anyone it can was destroy vibranium. Okay, fine. No, no, it was it was with okay, the it okay. was with the Jatari okay, ship. Hold on, hold on. That was made on. of vibranium. I found out how to destroy the Hulk. How? Give Bruce Banner a Prince Albert piercing made of vibranium. <laughs> Fuck's sake! Think about it. But how no. would that kill the Hulk? Because when he turns into the Hulk, his body grows. That piercing doesn't. It's vibranium, so he can't destroy it. You basically crippled the Hulk. I don't think you've crippled him. I think you've made him worse. No, honestly, I think that Fine. part. I think that <coughs> part of skin that surrounds that piercing would just tear off, and it would heal again. Okay, what about his Achilles? Do his Achilles? Fenrir tried that. Not with fucking fl- vibranium. You know, you do it to Bruce Banner. Then when he hulks out, the the piercing would stay the same size. Hulk would change, ripping the tendon. Well, yeah, but it would heal. It would just heal. It's like Deadpool. Yeah. If you cut Deadpool's body... But it would be stuck... No, but that's what I'm saying. It would be stuck there. So it couldn't heal if it was still stuck inside. No, but that part of The part of the body would come off. Yeah, it would come off and heal. It would be painful, but that would make him angrier and make it heal more. There's... The only, like, way established in the comics to kill Hulk is to vaporise him completely. That that was only achieved once and once only, and that was when the sun fucking exploded <laughs> and vaporized the Hulk. No, Deadpool managed to do it. No, and Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. Oh yeah, but yeah, that... but that was a that was a comic book series completely biased to the fact that Deadpool was gonna kill everyone. Yeah, I and think... a fair fight. Like y- you can't kill Deadpool, but I would just do what they done to William Wallace and separate his fucking limbs and move them to every corner of the fucking. They, they world. did that in the Deadpool comic and created five Deadpools. <laughs> Did they actually? Well, I would have been fucked. You know, <laughs> they, I think what happened was they separated. No, it wasn't five Deadpools. I think what happened was they cut off Wade's head. Yeah. 
moved his head to a different place and then eventually that Deadpool grew his body back yeah. they carried on watching like we carried on what like following this Deadpool so eventually he ran into the original Deadpool who had grew his head back and he just ran into himself and realised <laughs> shit so you you reformed yeah so did I yeah. So what do we do now? Wait, isn't that how the Deadpool family thing was, yes. was achieved? Yes, it is. I'm sure one of them was grew back as female. What yeah. was it? Like his left leg or some something shit. like that? Yeah. yeah. And it grew back as a female body. And then he met himself and he was now, like, whoa, that fuck. doesn't happen with Wolverine, does it? No. No, it doesn't. But that's because you can't separate his body. Yeah. I'm sure. No, that. No, well, you, you can. They, you can, they, they say only... you can kill Wolverine if you decapitate him. I think the most gruesome thing that I've ever uh, ever like saw with Wolverine was when Frank Castle, yeah, ran him over with a steamroller, parked the steamroller on top of him, and just left him. Yeah, the thing is, it wouldn't kill him because he'd heal once it's moved, but it would temporarily incapacitate. No, he was alive the whole time; he could feel everything. Yeah, so the there was deserved. the thing is, Wolverine's <laughs> healing factor is so extreme. There was a scene where he was just he was completely vaporized, apart from a drop of and blood. He, yeah, he was and he re- fully yeah, formed. Yeah. <laughs> As I say, absolutely. That's why I love Frank Castle. Yeah, the man just does not give a single fuck. Like, yeah. he, he I think was... the only person he's ever shown mercy to is Spider Man, because he's a because he's he was young. Yeah, like he doesn't outrightly despise Spider Man. Yeah, but anyway, Spider Man is the only hero Frank Castle approves of, which is weird, really. Well, yeah. it's not because Spider Man's not a killer. They did a Punisher kill some Marvel Universe, didn't they? Yes, yes, yes they did. But I mean, that's the thing. It's like, and like, and all the Avengers, yeah, have, it was have really killed brutal. people, whether they admit it or not. Yeah, like, specifically Scarlet Witch. Even Spider Man, <laughs> even Spider Man, he eventually no. Goes but I mean, on like, even people. even saving the day, Kingpin. they kill people. Look at the whole intro section of Age of Ultron. They're killing those Hydra agents. Yeah. Do you honestly yeah. think a human getting smacked by Thor's hammer is going to survive it? Of course, they're <laughs> fucking not. Do yeah. you think getting smacked with Captain America's shield point blank in the face, you're going to survive it? No, you're going to get out of that at least with a really bad mental condition. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, imagine how like, fucked their yeah. face is. Tony Stark puts beams through people. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, the Avengers kill people. They do. And Spider Man doesn't. Well, like, yeah, but they're like. No, they're he doesn't mega at the time. He does eventually. He does eventually, yeah. At some point, yeah. I think, I no, think, I think the first person he intentionally killed Kingpin. was Kingpin, and that was fucking brutal. I love Straw it that broke and hate the it at the back. same time. To be fair, he killed Aunt May. Like, if if yeah. Kingpin King... had killed my aunt, yeah, I would have. The only me. living relative I have. <laughs> also, raised me. I know we're miles away from this at the moment, but Homecoming. Anyone else think it's really cool that it finished without me catching Spider-Man wearing the suit? Yes, I thought it was quite interesting. It's but we different. come to that later. It's different. Okay. I'm just trying to think like, where that would be placed in Infinity War. But uh, again, another story for Maybe another he's time. just like, yeah, I do cosplay. <laughs> maybe. That would be a total Peter Parker <laughs> way out be, of it. Yeah. But I think it would just It'd be take like, yeah, away me, from me, that. Me, or just and, turns around yeah. just petrified. It's a sex thing. <laughs> just just me and Ned are going to Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah. It's a sex thing. Me and Ned are going to Comic-Con. <laughs> um. Anyway, Avengers Assemble. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, to round up, the Avengers Assemble. Yeah. Sorry, it's a bit kiddy. I mean, I know we've kind of deviated away from yeah. it. 
It's probably the most comic book story. Yeah. Phase yes. one. Oh, yep, was, aliens was it... are coming. Loki's there. Loki's being a bastard again. Oh, fucking wonderful. Oh, Loki's adopted. Oh, yeah, okay, aliens are coming through. Oh, Dr. Selvig, you were for the Thor film. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you here? Oh, just because I know how to do portals and shit. Oh, brilliant. Like, do you know, that's basically <laughs> the Avengers. Was it... Hawkeye gets brainwashed. Was <laughs> like... it this Avengers or was it Age of Ultron where it finishes with Avengers? <gasps> Age of Ultron. I was going to say. That's another thing. You're totally going to hear that in Infinity War. I don't think we will. I think he'll say it. Nah. I think he'll say it. Knowing, knowing, they've, they've completely nah. beat her in the bush with it. Knowing I the think MCU, honestly, they will fuck with us. They'll be Avengers join. I think honestly, <laughs> I I can I can see Star Lord saying that. I can see Peter Parker saying Avengers no, assemble. No, can you but imagine not... Star Lord just goes Guardians assemble? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you just see Cap go. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just stroke me his beard like yes <sighs> but yeah and then just turns around and goes hmm. for me like Avengers looking... fuck him up Avengers <laughs> fuck that cunt up but... oh and then Iron Man just goes language <laughs> well, that would just be I hated the whole language thing I'm sorry I, did. I hated it but I think I think I love it because it's something that Cap would do because from the time he's from he's from the 1940s yeah <laughs> swearing but, but was if not he was often. like what he is in if he was like the 1940s like if he took all those traits he would also be extremely racist no he grew up in the slums yeah but still he grew up in the slums <laughs> to be fair though the whole thing with Cap is that he seems like to me it, it goes back to that whole thing he's the most progressed character out of everyone yeah. that's why I think he will die yeah because he's the one who's progressed the most. He's went from... You could say the same about Stark, though. I wouldn't, though, because Stark is still an asshole. Yeah, but that's yeah. who he is. He will always be an asshole. But it, it's not the point, though. Like, he, he cares about saving the world. That's fine. It would just seem so expected for Stark to die right away. All right, that's if, why if, I think Steve will die. If Steve does die, I can see... Um stark becoming the way he does in the next avengers where he's where he's like really pitiful where he's like lost he he still he blames leads. himself yeah he still leads but he's like he, yeah he really blames himself for it and he feels really guilty that kind of thing mm. i'll tell you what i'll tell you what i want i want the future of the mcu to come and save the day so i want young loki i want loki to die in this film and then i want his reincarnated self to come from the multiverse and bring the young avengers to royally kick Thanos' cunt in. With what? the reality stone. Plain and simple, do you know what I want? Wiccan is the reality stone. Proof. Like, I'm <laughs> telling you. In the comics, Wiccan and his brother were made by the soul of a demon. Of one yeah. of Mephesto's demons. Yeah. We haven't had Mephesto, and we won't get Mephesto, but we have the reality stone, and Wiccan's power is to alter reality. And you could argue his brother's is the same, because he is super speed. Boom. Wiccan is the reality stone. And Warlock has the... Uh, so, uh, has the soul stone I'm calling it now okay call it called it but overall the Avengers didn't really stand out for you I mean I think it did live up to the hype and I really enjoyed it they definitely yeah. did assemble when I do compare it to Age of Ultron and Infinity War which are obviously much more, they have grown yeah you do feel like oh this f- yeah you would if you watch Avengers Assemble and Infinity War you'd probably go oh Infinity War's a bit more for me yeah but in and of itself Given the context of what we'd already had, it was a step up. I think with Avengers, I think of it in this way. Like, every film after Avengers got 
better and better. That is a fact, yeah? I think of Avengers like the front door to the MCU house. You don't really think about it as much, but it's there and it introduced you to what comes next. Once you enter the house, you get the better stuff. Would Iron Man 1 be the porch? Yes. Like, the, yeah. everything before that, the character setups, what would, would, be... would be the, the like, the porch, yeah. Okay. So... And then Iron Man 3 is the graveyard out back. <laughs> do- what, would Doctor Strange be the kitchen? It would be like it would be like Iron Man Three would be like the angsty team room. Okay. Yeah. Thor: The Dark World would be like the basement. Guardians yeah. is the bedroom. Guardians. <laughs> Guardians is the gaming room. No, Guardians is the bedroom. <laughs> We're not playing fucking Cluedo with the MCU, right? <laughs> We're not creating a house, like. Yeah, but Avengers One, I, I consider the door to the MCU house. But I, I will just say that Ant Man is the little bug zapper in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a birdhouse. Oh God! No, that's Squirrel Girl. She's out back in the garden. No, no, she's in Bikini Bottom. <laughs> oh, oh wow! God. Yeah, I think yeah. overall to sum this up, I think Avengers is really good when you're younger. I mean, I can watch it now. I don't I get it. Still enjoy it. I but... can't like. What do they avenge? Well, well, the first one, they avenge Coulson. Yeah. And Tony says, if you destroy the Earth, we'll avenge it. It's like, no, you won't. In the comics, they're not always avenging anything. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. Most of the time. Their setup is, oh, my friend died, help me. Yeah, but in the end... The the idea is is that the Avengers avenge the people who have died at the hands of someone else. So everyone who died at the hands of Hydra, they avenge. The Avengers is just a name, and in the comic books... I know you don't like it when we compare it to the comic books, but in the comic books... I, no, I don't mind. I just think it's not always going to be the same. It's expected they'll make changes because it is a film Yeah, I mean, of course now. it is. In, like, as I say... Well, I mean, look at Civil War. We'll end it on this, right? Civil War and the comic books happened because a group of kids ended up doing something that ended up causing them all to be killed. Mm. Someone caused that. I don't think they particularly done it but i think something caused it that led to the superhero registration act which broke the avengers up when the avengers should have been avenging those kids what kill scarlet witch no but scarlet witch didn't do it in civil war yeah in the comic book i'm sure it was mutants in civil war to be fair the reason why civil war and scarlet witch doing it was because scarlet witch tried to save them and ended up killing people that's what's that's what's tragic about her. She can't control those powers. Yeah. Don't, and it, then and don't go out in the field with them. No, the thing is that was that was the point. In Civil War, it was established that that was her like field test, field training. Bullshit, man. I'm sure that's what Captain America said. It's like I know this is your first mission, but yeah, like, but why do take your her best? out on that, man? But how how is she supposed to know? How how could yeah. she have honestly expected Crossbones to try and kill Steve? Look, with if a you want to test her out with the powers, get her to fight the Hulk. But she's she done well. No, she no, done it's well. Not, it's not to test out her powers. It's to get field training. How how do you become a hero without having the experience? You of don't heroing? go out in the field until you know how your fucking powers work. First. But she does. But that she was the does thing. by that she point. She does. It's then just why that did she, she kill everyone? She was panicking <laughs> because <laughs> she, she just. It was like there was a bomb and there was a lot of people. So she decided best thing to do was get it away from these people that she can see so she threw it up unfortunately there was a building full of more people right next to it that she didn't realize because she was panicking it's not her fault she she, a few people died but it was more than what would have died if she didn't send it up in the air yeah 
And as I said, remember when the bomb blew off, she caught it just as it blew up. So she's having to try and fight against an explosion. Yeah. Like, which... It's I'm like, sorry, how could she have planned for that? It's <laughs> like a, pa- a plane crash scenario. No, no, not even that. No, you know the uh, you know the train on the track scenario, oh, where yeah. it's where it's what uh, if you do nothing, the train will kill one person. If you switch the ra- no, if you do nothing, the train will kill five people. If you switch the rails, the train will kill just this one person. That was deci- the decision she had to make: to do nothing and let it kill all of these people around, or do something, and then have the potential to kill less people. No, I'm sorry. No, hold on, hold on. That's completely different. Because the train scenario, you are offered with the choice of the one person or the five people. She had no idea how many people were in that building. Yeah. No idea at all. Yeah, but it was there was potential. There could have been a room be of babies up there. Well, yeah. But the thing is, it if you can visually see, there's a bunch of people. It was a full <laughs> marketplace. She can visually see that there's a lot of people there. Those are the people she Why focuses she on saving. It? Why didn't she move it up? And instead of going up and towards the building, up and away from the building, because she didn't, she just she didn't done push it up towards the building. Yeah, she, she just, just done, done it up straight. Anyway, guys, <laughs> that's enough. We'll Fucking talk about Civil War bitch. when it comes to it. But I'll give you my story actually before we go. But overall, oh yeah. So what would you say your top three are of Phase One? I think Iron Phase Man one. one, Iron Man One, Thor, and Captain America. In order, really? Not really. What? Cap- it would go Captain America, Thor, Iron Man. Okay. Thor is at the top. Iron Man 1 and then Avengers. I think mine is Captain America, Iron Man and Thor. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. On that note, I'll leave you with my story and then we'll end. We'll end it on that, right? So, when Edward Norton... God damn it. Here's a fun <laughs> fact. Edward Norton turned up to the meeting for Avengers Assemble. Okay. Painted green. And Mark, <laughs> and Mark Ruffalo was there. No one had told him <laughs> that Mark Ruffalo was taking his place. No. Oh, shit. That is an awkward scenario. Apparently, that is genuinely what happened. Is that, is However, that, who invited him? <laughs> like, is, that, is, the is that similar to going to a to Comic-Con as the same character as your friend? It's like me and Kieran both painted ourselves green and decided to go as Hulk. It's like, yeah, no, no, no. We said we're going to be the Avengers. I replaced you now. Now you're Hawkeye, Kieran. <laughs> I mean if either of us are Hulk I think I know which one it is <laughs> but yes um, on that note we hope you enjoyed this this podcast there was a few tangents which were lovely quite a lot but of tangents this is part one of four in our MCU cap be sure to catch us on well whenever we release the second really yeah. also don't forget to get it trending Neptune has the soul stone and you know trend the podcast too let us know what you thought of it let us know what you think about phase one and we'll see you next time for now I have been James I am Kieran and I am the London loser the bearded brummy (laughs) we're settling on or or at Kieran underscore horn on twitter it's fucking plug (laughs) 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 <laughs> you're an asshole <laughs> like, or for real uh, we've now got an Instagram page well go on then we what do you mean we as in this podcast now has an Instagram page does it it does yes you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Glaswegian Geeks where you can comment and let us know all about this 
Oh shit. We as do. well as our new yeah. Instagram ran by Kieran. He's actually all of it. which we will take a picture for right now. No one can see it. Yeah, I know, but like it will be metal when they do look at it and it's all of us. Oh, you're you're okay. So hold on. See, now he's just interrupted the time, do you know what I mean? Yeah, what an arsehole. I know, what a dickhead, do you know what I mean? What an absolute cunt. <laughs> Selfish bastard. <laughs> do you Look know at him posing for the picture. What an arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking arty wanker. <laughs> anyway, on that note, guys, thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time on Glad Three Gen Geeks. FT English people. Bye. Bye. Bye.